following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. This is Matt, host on Merely Role Players, which is about a real London theatre company jumping through decidedly not real stories in lots of different genres. This is Act 1 of Season 7, Upstaged, where the company enter a nationwide televised theatre competition to raise money to save a children's theatre programme. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Merely Role Players, where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt, I'm setting the scene this season, and in a few minutes I'll introduce our four players who'll be bringing the drama. It's the start of a new season here at Merely Role Players. Every season we do is a self-contained story in a different genre, because we don't want to force you to listen to the whole back catalogue if you've just discovered the programme. We do actually break tradition a bit in this one and make a couple of references to season one, but I promise you don't have to have listened to that to get into what's going on here. If this is the first time you're joining us, welcome aboard. We're all members or associates of Blackshaw, a theatre company based in South London. We improvise stories around the table, with one person setting the scene and the others role-playing versions of themselves, asking, what would I do in this situation? When there's a chance of a plot-propelling failure, we roll dice to see if one happens. The rules of our game are powered by the apocalypse, meaning that they're based on the system designed for Apocalypse World by Vincent Baker and McGay Baker. If you found us through the Kickstarter for Impulse Drive, the game we were playing for our most recent season, thanks for sticking around. We've gone for a hard swerve in genre between seasons, from space opera to talent contest. So keep listening, because trust me, it may not be the fate of all reality at stake this time, but you'll have to listen to believe the level of drama we can bring to it anyway. It was an unseasonably hot day when we recorded this season, so we had to keep a window open or we'd all have collapsed from heat stroke before we made it to regionals. So there are a few points in the season where we've picked up some engine noise that I haven't been able to clean off. I hope it won't be too distracting now you know it's coming. Now, this performance is being live-streamed to cinemas, so everyone in the audience, please do react as directed by the production assistants. Upstaged, Act 1, will begin after this message from some friends of ours. They're just getting started, but I've got a feeling they're going to be stars. Have you heard about Voices at Play? Well, picture this. There's a table, and at that table, there are 16 people, but they're all different from one another. It looks like they're playing a game, but it's not one you've ever heard of. Have I piqued your interest? Voices at Play is an actual play tabletop roleplay podcast featuring marginalized people playing games designed by marginalized creators. You can find out more on ttrpg-voices.com. Voices at Play, making space at the table for everyone. table. Uh, it's me, Matt, uh, and who do we have? Let's start with uh, returning player Ellie. Hello, I'm Ellie, returning Hiya. player. 
Uh, Ellie, tell us what your starting motivation in this story is, uh, and tell us a little bit about what your role in the theatre company is going to be. My starting motivation is artistry, or artistry. Uh, and my role is going to be director or director. Oh. <laughs> I appreciate that you're giving us multiple pronunciations. We'll see which one we end up settling on. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Keeping going around the table, uh, Ellen. Hello, uh, I'm Ellen. Yes, first time on Merely Role Players. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm an excited and nervous little noob. Yep, <laughs> we've all been there. We've all started this way. Sweater palms. <laughs> uh, and what is your main motivation and what is your role in the theatre company? Uh, my main motivation is joy. I just want to have a really good time. <laughs> so I'm feeling that way, yep. And my role in the theatre company is like prop maker and mimic. <laughs> Everyone needs a mimic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make anything that's necessary for whatever act we come up with. You know, fab- fabricating items and also fabricating. Hats. People <laughs> through your yeah, mimicry. <laughs> Multiple hats. Multiple hats. Strat, hello. Hello, Matt. Uh, you're back after being in space. Yeah. Bringing you crashing back down to Earth. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, tell us what your uh, main motivation and role in the company are going to be. Uh, my main motivation is victory. <laughs> I'm here to win at any cost. <laughs> Ooh, you've added the at any cost. Any cost. <laughs> oh, escalated fast. <laughs> Um, and uh, my role in the company will be I, I could build set I could be in stuff or I could write stuff it really depends what performance we decide to give I think write the dance I mean whatever happens when you're a writer so your headline could be writer and your subheading is the other things <laughs> We're all theatrical polymaths. Here. Exactly. Tags. We'll just all be dramaturgs. There we go. It's <laughs> yeah. a good catch-all. Oh, yes. Never the meaningless term. Yes. <laughs> no one actually on stage, but everyone doing a lot of research. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah. of nodding. Yes. <laughs> so many notes. <laughs> uh, Matt, hello. Hi, Matt. Uh, so uh, we have a slight uh, behind-the-scenes recording paradox where this will be the first time anybody's heard you in a season of Millie Role Players, but mm. you have actually recorded with us before. <gasps> Secret spoilers. Secrets. Yeah. Uh, so expect to hear more of Nat in the future. Uh, but for now, tell us what is your motivation and what is your role in the company? I am probably going to be more of an onstage presence. Uh, I am an actor. But as with everyone else, you know, I'm always happy to chip in with making stuff. Uh, I also do a bit of sword swinging in real life. So any stunt-based, combat-based kind of things, that's kind of in my oeuvre. And uh, my motivation is company. I want everyone to get on and have a good time. <laughs> I mean, Blackshaw's done uh, performances with voiceover before as well, so we can bring yes. that in even. Yeah. Any announcements yeah. or that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. I'm here for you. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Uh, is everybody ready to play? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So ready. You are Blackshaw, a small London theatre company with ties to a particular. Uh, down on its luck West End theatre, the Ariadne. The Ariadne has a a bit of a reputation that means that theatre companies don't tend to want to book it out. So it's a bit down on its luck with the budget. And what has been keeping it afloat is that uh, the local schools use it to put on all of their productions. But funding for school productions in the area is being slashed. (laughs) 
how can you possibly save the kids' theatre programmes and the Ariadne Theatre? Uh, so the the Ariadne Theatre is uh, tucked away down a little alley in the London's West End. It's a good location, but it's a bit off the beaten track. It's in a slightly gloomy uh, courtyard. Uh, it has a slightly sinister aspect. But the inside is a nicely kitted out, classic proscenium arch West End theatre. Uh, where are you when this scene takes place? Uh, I'm going to be fixing the trapdoor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> been having some troubles with it. I'm so on stage with uh, a hammer. <laughs> you fix everything with a hammer. Yeah. I'm thinking screwdrivers might be more relevant, but a hammer's no, fine. No, this is a particular tricky shut door. I've tried screwdrivers. <laughs> Didn't respond. Stubborn. Yeah. Just beating it into submission at this point. I think I'm. I think I'm joining in the renovations, and I'm giving the stage a, a rewax or a repaint, depending on its finish. What, nice. what is it? Is it, is it floorboards or? I don't know. What is it? it yeah, it's boards. Boards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm revarnishing the boards. Carefully, don't do that thing where you varnish yourself into a corner and then you're trapped. <laughs> Brookie era forever. What you've got to do is varnish yourself towards the trapdoor and then I can let it. Okay. Sorted. Don't fix it too quick. I'm in the theatre just sitting on the front row making production notes stuff. I've got a big old notebook and a lovely pen. Having the time of my life. (laughs) I would say if we're not, are are we working on a specific performance right now? I think you, you're probably just, like, helping out. It sounds like okay. if you're just doing kind of renovations for the thing, then maybe it's coming up to the season where the school's productions are about to start, okay. mm-hmm. and you're making sure that everything's shipshape for those to take okay. place. Okay, mm-hmm. in which case my notes are about a dress rehearsal that I saw recently. Uh, I'm probably just trying to be helpful in whatever way. I've probably, <laughs> I think I've just come in with a with tease for everyone. Nice. Uh, and, I, and I think we're waiting for the theatre manager to appear because we have an appointment. Uh, so uh, while you're all uh, working away, uh, the theatre manager, Tess, uh, approaches. <laughs> she uh, is a, a sort of a very uh, straight-backed, uh, steely grey-haired Helen Mirren type looking person. Sexy. Yeah, I was thinking sexy is first thing that came to my head. She has a small scar on her temple. <laughs> uh, and she she approaches and she, she's got her arms full of uh, folders. Who's cats? <laughs> multiple cats. I'm Wearing not, multiple hats. I like how everyone's on the same wavelength. <laughs> in a certain way that said cat yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I either said cat or baby but it's arms full of baby it was definitely cradling wasn't it either way <laughs> she loves the folders yeah yeah. Th- loads of three ring binders okay. sort of balancing them and she flips the seat next to you Ellie down with one foot and dumps the binders on them and sits down in the, the one next to that I hope she's layered them so that they uh, interlock and not all facing the same way because they would just slide straight onto the floor who do you think she is and she sits down and she says Ellie I'm not going to lie we've got problems is it your head again uh, no uh, my head's feeling fine thank you very much good but um I've been looking at the numbers and I've got to be honest if uh, if the council cuts the school's program to the level that they they announced that they would 
then we're we're going to go under. We can't survive without that program. Oh God! All this all this good work that you've done for us is going to be for nothing if uh, if this these cuts happen and we we lose that. Well, that's terrible. What can we do to help everyone? Gather round. <laughs> what is it, Ellie? <laughs> I've painted myself into a corner. Hang on. <laughs> Coming out the pr- trap door. Flipping the switch. <laughs> trap door works. <laughs> Good, we're all gathered. Yeah. Tess was just saying that she's looked at the books and um, due to the cuts that the local council are making to the school's programme, the, the loss of income for the theatre is going to mean that the theatre can't stay open. The Ariadne's going to close. No. What? This is terrible. I know. How what cuts? Yeah, how much are they cutting? Everything. The whole school's programme. I've tried to talk Derek at the council out of it, but he, he oh, won't Derek. be moved. Derek. It's, it's almost like it's an emotional issue for him. <laughs> how odd. <laughs> but what are the children going to do? Uh, not acting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to... Because she wants me to say it. Won't somebody please think of the children? <laughs> Bravo, bravo. Thank you, thank Not you. Not even ten minutes in. <laughs> I suppose they'll they'll just have to put on improvised amateur shows in the playground. Oh, oh God! No. No. The poor things. <laughs> My sense of artistry is wounded. They're going to be so bullied. <laughs> I was bullied. <laughs> I won't let it happen. This is very triggering for Strand. <laughs> Not again. I, I'm at a loss. I don't know. I don't know. What we can do? You are literally at a loss. Um, <laughs> yes, look at all these. Look at all these red numbers in the legends. <laughs> they're the bad ones. That's why they're in red. <laughs> okay, what can we do? How, I mean, crowdfunding is is not new anymore, and no one wants to do that. So a raffle, a Kickstarter, <laughs> a raffle. Crowdfunding would take too long. <laughs> a raffle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'd have to we'd have to get a raffle approved by the council. Oh, oh. they're never going to agree to that. And we don't have anything to offer up as prizes. That's, That's true. true. We have a lot of hats. <laughs> Do hat raffle? <laughs> if only there was no. some way to monetize the talents we have. <laughs> the radio has been on over the tannoy. It's been playing Magic FM. Of course, <laughs> because that's such motivational DIY music. <laughs> Smooth. And uh, there's a there's an advert break. Qualifying's now open for the national televised theatre competition, Upstaged. There's a grand prize for one lucky theatre company, one talented theatre company who can meet beat our judges uh, to go on a national tour and also win. And it names a sum of money that what? coincidentally matches the big red number at the bottom of the ledger you're looking at. So if we won, if we won we'd break even. <laughs> Guys, I've just Googled it and that number correlates perfectly with the council funding that's going to be cut. What? I know! I love that in an ideal world, surely it would be a bit more than that so that the theatre could run at a surplus, but no, no. <laughs> she, she put a big red number at the bottom of the ledger that is like, this is our target number, this is oh, what okay. we need. Yeah. Right. Okay. The red target This number. is the real world, you're yeah. never in surplus in the theatre. <laughs> you're always on the brink of closure. <laughs> So that's not the save it number. That's the uh, sustainability number. Oh, oh yes, good, good no, way. Of it. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> what those dulcet northern tones? Yes, I did. Guys, I've always wanted to win a nationally televised theatre competition. I don't know about you, but saving a theatre and winning a competition. <laughs> oh my gosh! Are I'm we going to do this? this? If we do it, we're going to have to make sure that what we put in is actually really good. That doesn't matter. I mean, 
It just sounds really fun. It does matter because we've got to win and it's got to be good to win. We can't put on any old rubbish. I hear Fabian Fitzgerald is one of the judges on this show and he won't put up with any of that shit. You you heard that from that advert that didn't mention him and we've never heard about this competition before. That's amazing. I've read about it before. I just forgot all about it. I mean, it's been on the radio while I've been been hammering away there, but uh, I just never really thought... If there was any use <laughs> no but now but now there is now we need the money <laughs> yeah yes you lot this is this is mad it's a you're talking about a one in a million chance do you think there'll be that many people entering <laughs> <laughs> I think if we all rally together and work together we can do this guys <laughs> I wish you could see Nat's face <laughs> so earnest <clears throat> Well, look, if we can properly make a go of this, I think it could be a way out of the destruction of the Ariadne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could win this thing. Think of it. Our name in lights. This place saved. A trophy. Oh, my gosh. You know what? Even if we don't win, it'll be really fun. <laughs> yes, Ellen. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> well, Tess, what do you think? Sounds like it's our only option. That's super reassuring and supportive. <laughs> Thank you. You'd really do this for us? For the kids? Yes. For the theatre? Yes. Our and relationship has developed us. such that, yes, we would do anything for you now. Yes, we hold a lot of guilt. <laughs> Don't know why, but we have a lot of guilt mm-hmm. around you. Glad that you're going to convert that into some damn good art. Yes. <laughs> and money. And see. This is wonderful. I love the tone that we're getting already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad you went the radio route because in my head, when you when you said it was it was going to come into it somehow, I had this picture of a Dickensian like child with a newspaper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't think I would have been able to hold this together. <laughs> I thought that there was going to be like a flyer floats down from the ceiling. <laughs> The first round of Upstaged is a... Do you have to say it like that every time? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see I, how like it. I like it, but yeah. it looks like a lot of effort and slightly painful. So. <laughs> we'll see how, how long I can stick with it. Sure. Mm. The first round is like an open qualifier. So anybody can submit a performance, uh, can get involved. Uh, no, it's like an open audition kind of thing. Uh, and it's uh, divided locally. So this is this is the local round. So this regionals. Is, regionals comes next. Oh, so this is locals. Lo- locals, regionals, nationals. Mm. Okay. Okay. So for the local round, there is, I guess, like a hall or a convention centre of some description where all of the theatre companies who are putting themselves together, uh, who are putting themselves forward, are gathered. Where Where do you think this is? Do you want to kind of set the scene? Dusty bit? Church Hall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this televised okay. too? Uh, bits of it probably will be. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The really crap people. This is where they get yeah. the crap people, yeah. On, yeah. right? I yeah. think there's like roving camera people. It's just a teenager with an iPhone. Oh yeah, found footage and uh, user-generated content is all very big. The production quality of this nationally televised <laughs> hey, hey, hey. competition is great. It's going to be on BBC Three. Oh, wow. Ooh, a channel that's now only online. <laughs> nice. Can we call that televised? <laughs> I can still watch it on my television. <laughs> that's true. What but... is television these days, anyway? I mean, technically, we can now watch anything on our television. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you gather in this dusty church hall. There are other uh, groups of people gathered, uh, sort of standing around in, in little knots of people, talking amongst themselves, getting ready, waiting for the uh, the host to come out. One of these companies is your particular rival. Ooh. Like all of these all of these companies are part of this round, but there's gonna be one company that's like, you're not really competing with everyone else, you're competing with this mm-hmm. company. So let's find out about them. Let's start with you, Ellie. Hello. 
Your motivation is artistry. Yeah. Roll a dice for me, please. Just, just the, one. the one? Yes. Six. This isn't one of those ones where it matters what highness it is, isn't no. it? I've just wasted a six roll. <laughs> nine. You, you've collaborated with one member of this company before. Uh, who are they and what do you collaborate on? Okay, I really had to temper myself because so I was just going to name real people. <laughs> <laughs> Bertie... Ooh. Rogers. Bertie Rogers. Yeah. What's Bertie like to collaborate with? He 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 like he he looks like he really knows what he's doing. He's super arty. He's a bit flamboyant, but he's also incredibly lazy and disorganised. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wonder why I don't like him. <laughs> uh, all right. And what do you, what do you collaborate with him on? A promenade performance of a two-hander multi-character show yeah. mm. that okay. Strat wrote. Oh, okay. Mm. All right, so Strat, you've collaborated with this character before as well. His name is Bertie. Bertie, Bertie Rogers. Uh, great. Ellen, uh, okay. your motivation is joy. Can you roll a dice for me, please? One. You know that this, this rival company... Mm does a particular thing as like a celebration or to unwind after a after a performance. Okay. Uh, what is that? Uh, adventure golf. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Why aren't we friends with them? Because <laughs> they keep feeding us at adventure golf. <laughs> Do you like adventure golf? But they life? cheat. Ooh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they allow cheating within them. They don't like organised fun. Oh, oh no. no. That's oh. not really I think we've tried golf. to play with them once. And, and, they, and they allowed cheating in the ranks. They, they wear like Max with like spare golf balls. Oh yeah, inside, <gasps> and they yeah, yeah. Like toss yeah. out. And it's like they feel like it's not a proper post-show celebration if they can't just play it their way. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right. How many adventure golf places are they banned from across London? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Strat, you're motivated by victory. I am. Roll the dice, please. I can. You've been in a, like a competition situation with this company before, and they beat you. Uh, what did they? What did they do to like outdo you in this previous situation? I think they just had. They have the money. They have the funding. Mm-hmm. What they did wasn't necessarily better artistically, but because they could put all the money into it and all have the fancy bells and whistles and everything, people were kind of blinded by that oh. and didn't bother to actually look at the artistic merit of the piece gimmicky yeah they, they don't need the money from this conversa- competition why are they even in it they've won so many crazy golf competitions <laughs> golf sharks <laughs> yes that's what they are a lot of them alright and uh, Nat with your mo- co- motivation of company roll the dice two what do they all? what like binds them together that, that they all have in common I think they, they have a weird fixation with like they all wear you know how some people just kind of wear the same jacket mm-hmm. because they're <laughs> they feel like entitled and they've got they've got this real like squad vibe going on but they're all like really slick and they're wearing the same bomber jacket and they've probably got nicknames that are embroidered on it uh, yes. it was the first thing that they put in their budget when they were to get put together the company uh, they're like we need to make sure we've got budget for matching theatre company jackets oh, man. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's not just like a hoodie like you get uh, it's not yeah. practical no it's like we a, were four years into black short before we got polo shirts with the leg <laughs> on <laughs> and they were not individualised with nicknames yeah <laughs> as this uh, group of individuals led by Bertie Rogers wearing their matching jackets uh, approach 
uh, all of you in the Dusty Church Hall. What is written on the jackets? What is the name of this theatre company? I have prompts if you want them, but does anybody <laughs> want to throw something out given what we now know about them? Crackshaw. <laughs> That was what we always joked was like the evil alter ego of Blackshaw. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, like whenever anyone made a blunder, we'd be like, ooh, Crackshaw. <laughs> Quite like sick business. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> business is spelled B I Z. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sick business. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so white. That would be quite good as a like a dance troupe name. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh my is, is there some kind of golfy thing like is there something eagles or oh, birdie? Yeah. Birdies. birdies. Um, I don't know. Birdies. <laughs> <laughs> if by the way we're naming accidentally theatre companies that actually exist, my apologies. <laughs> yeah, I tried not to. <laughs> They've got a flamboyant but lazy leading man. Mm-hmm. They play. They cheat at adventure golf to unwind. They're well funded, their performances are gimmicky, and they wear matching jackets. Was that yeah. mind blown? That oh, kind of works. Yeah. 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 It's all one it's word. Gonna, I was going to say it was mind colon. Blown. Yeah. Colon blown. Colon. Oh, grandma. <laughs> Sorry, dear. Oh. Maybe that's what we call them, the, the blown colon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Behind their backs. Yeah. You know what? Their jackets have mind on the left lapel blown on the right lapel so that when you zip it up <gasps> is there like a colon that, that is only complete when you zip it the up the zipper pull is the colon oh that's no. horrible and uh, mm. they approach and Bertie's like Ellie I can't believe you're throwing your hat in the ring for this as well hello Bertie it's been so long what was the oh, what was the what was it called that we even did oh, I can't even remember but it was it was it was wonderful we had such great times such great times yes hello Bertie yeah. Yeah. hi Bertie so uh, so what, why why are you all uh, uh, getting into into this you know we we're, we're gonna take um, we're gonna take our latest production national obviously if we if we win we're gonna do the national tour get our names out there make mind blown the uh, the the theater company on everybody's lips what's in it for all of you <laughs> I don't really want to give anything away so I'm just gonna be like yeah I mean us too big motivating factor mm. obviously oh well you know only one company can win it so uh, well, that's how it works. That's the competition. <laughs> Such a shame. <laughs> As you are uh, facing off on the dais at the uh, end of the church hall, out of like the little green room area, uh, comes the host of Obstaged! <laughs> <laughs> Who is, I guess, probably some sort of theatre-adjacent personality. She's probably been like the... S- Star casting in a West End thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is uh, Jules Enright, uh, a short woman with auburn hair in like a blowout. She's clearly had it done for the cameras, wearing a mini dress and a cardi over it. Kind of, they're going for a like glammed up for TV, but also like trying to be sort of parochial artsy a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Hence with the, the cardigan. With the styling, <laughs> yes. Hence the cardigan. Her voice booms out around the around the church hall through her mic. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the qualifying round of Upstaged. Uh, I am your host, Jules, uh, and you're all in it at this stage. Uh, well, congratulations. You've cleared the uh, the first round already just by turning up. You fill in a form. Well done. <laughs> so, are you all excited to find out the theme for your first oh, performance? Yes! Yeah. We do everything the producers told us to do, clapping and raising um, our arms. Yeah. <laughs> You looked a lot like Kermit then. (laughs) Yeah, there's a producer with an applaud cheer sign. 
She pulls out like a golden envelope. She says, the theme is in here. The theme is mobile and one-on-one. We want, we want a performance from you that is mobile, and that could mean using your mobile, or it could mean it moves around. And also, it needs to be one-on-one, a performance for one audience member only. Let's see how you all do. You've got a week to put something together, and you're all being assigned a production assistant if you need anything, lighting plots submitted, anything like that. (laughs) Just tell your production assistant and they'll arrange it for you. Just don't ask them to make you a drink. (laughs) It's gonna, is it? Be fine, everyone. It'll be someone else. It might be. Could be. Could be. Now that Jules has said her piece, like, the cameras go off and she, like, visibly sort of puts away her, like, on-screen face. (laughs) (laughs) Puts away her hair. (laughs) It was actually a hat. (laughs) She just puts a bobble hat on. (laughs) Keep it safe from air thieves. (laughs) Puts a bobble hat on and pulls out a vape from inside her cardigan. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, and the, the producers start milling about like with clipboards and uh, one approaches you with a uh, young sort of early 20s chap in tow mm-hmm. uh, wearing a denim jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got patches on mm-hmm. it. One says the Barden Bellas. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. says Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got uh, an undercut on one side and the rest of his head very messy over it. Uh, and the production assistant says, uh, Blackshaw, is it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, uh, this is your production assistant, Errol. He's going to be uh, shadowing you for the remainder of the week. Uh, just Great. if you need anything, just tell Errol, and uh, it'll all be arranged. Will uh, it? Hmm. <laughs> hi, Errol. Oh, hi, Errol. Nice to meet you. Welcome Hello. to the company, Errol. Hello. Oh, thanks. It's it's nice to be welcomed in. Yeah. I, I, most of the time, you won't even know I'm here. Just just like do your thing, and I'll just observe. But yeah, if you need anything, uh, I'm your man. Yeah. What kind of stuff can you help us with? Well, like, I can submit stuff to the producers. So if you need, like, lighting done or something. If you've got Great. special requests for props and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> anything, really. I can't promise I'll be able to do everything because it's right. got to be like a level playing field, they say. Mm-hmm. But, but there's nothing too big that you could ask for. The worst thing that can happen is I'll say no. Very well read off that. Thank you. The producer with the clipboard has already moved away. You have your theme. You have your production assistant. Is there anything else that you'd like to say or any other way you'd like to interact with mind-blown theatre? Oh, Jesus. Like a, a tight smile and nod as we mm, leave. Yeah. They, they give you like an expansive wave. Like uh, Bertie definitely still thinks you're the best of mates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you can see that like they're, they're already, like, they've all got their iPads out. They're like <laughs> latest generation iPads and they're like planning things out on them already. Can I just like really passive aggressively knock one of their jackets off their chair? <laughs> like, oh, whoops. Sorry. You can. Why don't you roll oh, oh, no. for it? It's such a minor thing. So, <laughs> so petty. But we haven't rolled any dice okay, yet, so right. roll two dice. Two, all right. I feel like this is not in line with your joy motivation. It's it might not. give her a lot of joy. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it is. I think okay. it's my joy. It might be really nasty, bitter joy. <laughs> all right, no okay. No one specified. Okay, all right, okay. roll and add one. 
Eight. Uh, eight. So it's a mixed success. So you get okay. what you want. Yep. You passive, passive aggressively knock the jacket off the chair. Okay. But there's <laughs> yeah. a catch, which is they notice. And I think actually the producers notice. Oh no, I'm one, sorry. One of the roving cameras comes round and is like, there's a producer standing behind going, oh, and it looks like we've got the beginnings of a, of a rivalry <laughs> brewing here. <laughs> jacket off a seat. <laughs> Uh, it looks like there's the beginnings of a rivalry. Uh, uh, she consults her clipboard. Uh, Ellen, tell us, uh, what do you have against uh, mind colon blown theatre? Um, nothing, just the jacket was really big and it was puffy and I just caught it as I went past the chair. It was completely an accident, completely an accident. Uh, and Bertie puts his arm around you, like muscles his way into the frame that they're, <laughs> that they're filming and it's like... Look, look, uh, Bertie, mind blown theatre. Uh, look, there's no rivalry here. We're just, this is just friendly, like camaraderie. It's just, you obviously don't know the the theatre scene in this in this area. This is just what we're like. It's banter. We're, I knew he was going to say that. And I've left my grin is like frozen. I'm staring down the camera lens, like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, it it certainly looks like uh, these two companies are going to be uh, a pair to watch. Keep an eye on this. Whose jacket is it? Uh, mm. I don't know. Whose jacket is it? Is it Bertie's jacket? I don't think so. I don't Did think he ever takes his off. No. no. I, I'd like to pick it up and see mm-hmm. if... Just like, give a, to go to hand it back and see if I can uh, hear any kind of like jangling of any keys maybe to rehearsal spaces in the pocket. <gasps> Roll. Amazing. Oh, I can. I'm guessing why you're doing this. So have have a plus one. This is motivated by victory. Uh, that's an eleven. So I think I'm going to hand it uh, back to the member of Mind Code on Blown, whose it was. And as I give it, I'm just going to uh, grab uh, a little pair of keys with a very kind of like branded key ring on it, which says Mind on one side and then Code on Blown on the other side. <laughs> Uh, as I go down, I'm just going to slip those keys into my pocket. Wow. So. I felt bad for knocking a, a coat off a chair. Yeah, that's worked yeah. out very nicely. Oh, very sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we end the scene there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And scene. Uh, what should the next scene be? Uh, we, we can do a few scenes of you like preparing your performance, getting anything ready that you need to, yeah, to, okay. to do. We it. need to come up with the idea. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's what it's yeah. going to be. So, like yeah. a coming up with the idea scene. Where are you when you all put your heads together to come up with the idea? <laughs> Probably my lounge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what are we going to do? Right. So, idea sprung to mind. Oh, thank God, because one to one is not a normal thing. That's so, dry. But the, 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 it solves the one to one. The mobile, maybe not so. But okay. if we did this. There's four of us, mm-hmm. and there are four judges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we could do a one-to-one piece, so each of them gets a one-to-one experience, yeah. mm-hmm. we could try and do the same thing mm. four different ways, tailored to whatever the judges oh, might like. Uh, That's yeah. great. So they all get mm. a personalised theatrical experience, That's and somehow good. we so make it mobile. We've done some judge research then. We know, we know what they we, like. I guess we can do. Can we do that? We can have a, like can a judge research montage. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing Lots big glasses. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. I've got big glasses. You're tapping. Yeah. <laughs> Just on the table. Really nervous. <laughs> oh, I, I, I know I said pretend I'm not here, but if you want to know stuff about the judges, I can tell you. Are you I'm allowed? Really? Well, I can tell you what everyone knows. Okay. Okay. Tell us what everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> what does everyone know? <laughs> You'll you probably know all the names because they're all quite famous in theatre. Are, are here? 
Um, but the, <laughs> the judges are going to be Mimsy O'Hare, Fabian Fitzgerald, oh, no. Effie Stone, and Sue's Temple. Oh, okay. okay, she's nice. What do you know about, about all of them? Oh, Fab- Fabian's... Fabian's an arsehole, isn't he? <laughs> he's a old, old acting. Yeah, family. he's like, yeah. like theatre patriarchy. There's a lot of cravats. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If there's going to be a theatre named after another old white man, it will probably be him. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay. He's got his eyes on the Gilbert. I hear. I hear uh, Mimsy's quite wafty. Yeah. yeah I've heard I, that I, too. That, that's kind of mostly what I. I mean, yeah. Artsy. Lots yeah. of long flowing silk scarves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw a piece about her on the, in the stage and the photos are all very wafty. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's always a breeze. Uh, Effie. Effie Stone. Effie Stone, yeah. So um, I'd heard that she, when like this competition or the version of it started like back in the 70s, mm. that, uh, she was the first winner. Like, I think she was like a one woman show. What sort of stuff it, does she do? She did, uh, well... She did a one-woman version of Women of Troy. Wow. Ooh. So, yeah, like she knows that. her stuff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Lots of the Greek tragedies. I actually had a bit of trouble in the uh, 80s, though, with David Copperfield that got, got a bit covered up. I, I don't know. I think that she had, had some bit... massive... Like, she spoke out against what he does. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. I think it got, like, quite nasty. Mm-hmm. And then there was that campaign with uh, David Blaine on his posters. He put, like, joke reviews on and it was all stuff she'd said about it yeah 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 something going on there no Mm. yeah so no magic tricks i guess yeah but i mean that's not our forte anyway oh isn't it she cries i mean sue seems pretty down to earth though right yeah she's very trendy she might be down with our kind of grassroots trying to save the kids mm. kind mm-hmm. of uh, intentions mm-hmm. yeah so. and I, I think from I would guess she doesn't like anything too um, overly complicated mm-hmm. so I had an idea kind of based off your idea Strat mm-hmm. the, there's always the, the kind of dinner table question who would you have at your dinner party living mm. or dead throughout mm-hmm. history why don't we try and find out who each of those judges might be interested in and do like a one on one tea party Nice. So they get to meet a person oh. they'd be interested in. Yeah. What about the mobile bit, though? It could go anywhere. We could do it on a train. Tune <laughs> from a can on a train. <laughs> yes, the mobile bit is there. Uh... Does it have to be... Do the performance has to be at this church hall? Let's no. ask Errol. Up to you. Okay. Okay. It could be a phone conversation. I was wondering about that. Like a mobile phone chat. Mm. But Not very theatrical. No. Is anyone, like, technical? Could we do some kind of theatre performance mixed with phone app experience mm. does that become a game rather than a okay. theatre piece what about um, if we just try and do something that's a, that's promenade because yeah. we we worked in site specific promenade a lot the audience is mobile and mm. yeah so it could be like a walk around mm-hmm. in walk some and way. chat Errol is there any other information about the judges that we don't know that that you do from what we've said uh, no that's pretty much Pretty much what I know. That's what's right. in my... It goes through his, like, briefing pack. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what they've said. Thanks, Errol. You're welcome. <sighs> Pretend I'm not here. <laughs> very easy. It's very weird having Errol in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going for the one, like, like, the different experience for each of them? Or is making mobile as well going to... Does that make things too tricky? Have we kind of painted ourselves into a trapdoor? 
Well, if it if we go with the, the promenade the, the promenade idea of the audience is mobile, yeah. so they get to move around and choose their experience a la promenade, then it could be just some individual rooms. So you kind of have to pick your room, mm-hmm. and then it's a one-on-one experience within each room, mm-hmm. and then that kind of covers the base of it's mobile and it's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's one of us in each room. Yeah, what if they don't pick to see the right person? It's all right, we can learn all four bits, and depending who comes in, we just go. Oh, I see. Nice. It's not sneaky, it's planning for winning. (laughs) That's right. What preparation needs to be done to make this happen? I guess you need to find a venue. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to decide what the performances are going to be. Yeah. Uh, and you need to decide what you're going to do with this key. We also need to have a montage of us, like, typing things up and then highlighting stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making notes. So we need to decide cool. what encounter each judge would like mm. the best. Yeah. And also, like, as a theatre company, do we have a thing that we do best that's going to make us stand out from the competition? A style or, a, <laughs> I don't know, something. Are we a dance group? Or? <laughs> I think we're going to have to do different things for different rounds. Okay, but also it's theatre, it's not yeah. art that True. we're being asked yeah. to do. So we can't be pure dance or no. like pure okay. singing or something. Okay. It's got to be yeah. cool. a play with something. We could do it? With multi-dimensional. So yeah. Could be, okay. could be a movement piece as mm. opposed to a dance mm-hmm. piece. Just got to tread that line carefully yeah. especially uh, for Mimsy I feel she would appreciate oh, yeah. that but I maybe think, not <clears throat> no I think that's a, that's definitely a Mimsy special any really specific details about what the performance is going to be we can make it abstract <clears throat> and we'll just we can say you do you come up with a performance that is tailored to that judge and like when it comes to the performance you will roll to see how well you did okay, okay. rather than rather than spend loads of time thinking about like what, what is being. the exact yeah. narrative yeah. for each yeah. judge okay so i'm uh, yeah the the things i'm interested in are like what what prep do you need to do that has the potential to go wrong <laughs> mm. <laughs> need to get a venue okay how do you go about that can we do it in the ariadne we could. We could find different bits in the theatre that would suit the different things we're yeah. going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they could almost like send them on a little treasure hunt around the island mm-hmm. to find the mm-hmm. theatre. Yes. And it gives us an opportunity to like show what we're aiming for, what we're trying to save. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Judges and yeah. the TV audience at home, so yeah. they get us, yeah. they get what we want. Yeah, I think that's a good... Yeah, yeah. This is the round we're guaranteed to be in, so mm-hmm. we may as well yeah. Yeah. start telling our story. They love nice. a story. Okay. Can we get like some of the local kids involved, or is that against the rules? Do we think? You know what? I think that's that's what we need to do in the final when we get there. Yes, okay. that's proper. Everybody wants to vote for the. They, people can't not vote for the children. Right. The children. Mm-hmm. So why don't we have things like um, we can have the production photos from the kids' performances up, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they can be seen without actually having the children there. Yeah. And yeah, they, they, they get to choose their route around the theatre. Yes, I think so. Let's have um, some set up on the stage from one of the recent shows as well so yeah. they can see how it's being used and stuff. We can just set this up so as they're walking around, they're, they're thinking, what a wonderful resource this mm-hmm. is for the youth. Yes. How sad it would be if it was bulldozed. <clears throat> yeah. And maybe we have to do, maybe we make all the pieces about, not totally on the nose, but somewhat about loss of art. And mm-hmm. not, and not like, imagine if you didn't have what, you know, you <laughs> maybe the one-on-one performances can be an imagination of what they would have become had they not been able to, oh. to pursue their art. 
Oh, Let's go full mono- emotional manipulation and yeah. win these people over. That's no, okay. that subtext. Stunning. <laughs> All up front, no Effie subtext. is going to be yeah. weeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So we, we can assume, I think, that we've secured the Ariadne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think you can assume that you have the Ariadne. Uh, if there's any setup that you need to do in there, mm-hmm. like, do you need to mark the floor to show paths that they can take? You talked about, like, putting an old set up mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. Any Who is doing that and how much effort do you think it takes well the old set's probably just in the store yeah mm-hmm. I think that's just getting out and putting it up we want to stop people wandering backstage where they shouldn't wander backstage mm-hmm. health and safety and also uh-huh. like getting lost and security generally mm-hmm. can we maybe use like lights to light the way they mm-hmm. should go mm-hmm. and that way we can kind of more control where, yeah. where they go maybe if well. we um, to come in one at a time following the same route mm-hmm. and then we have the lights just flip to take so like a different yeah. as they come yes. through so they, they, they end up exactly where they need to be yeah nice okay that sounds tricky yep. yes. who's going to take charge of that well we probably need to ask Errol to get to source some kit for us Okay, you're going to upgrade the existing Ariadne kit. Well, I don't think do I think that. we'll probably need like some LEDs yeah. rather than Ooh. like the, the the stage lights we've got won't be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is more like fancy. Yeah, floor lighting, floor lighting, kind yeah. of like escape lights on a plane. Mm, kind yeah. of mm, yeah. follow yeah. that along. Okay, uh, Errol makes a call, and what get, comes back from the producers is that they they love this idea and they want to f- to film you going out and sourcing these things from like a local producer <laughs> so from like a like a local led uh manufacturing okay business. we're going to the factory <laughs> yeah 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 so that so that they can do a like uh you know like they used to do on bake-off where they yeah, yeah, like yeah. learn a bit of craft the origin story oh yeah, 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 they, yeah, want, yeah. they want footage of, of you like discussing your needs with uh with the led designer manufacturer sure. people. okay, okay. Do you all go along to this? No. I don't think we all need no. to. No. Who, go, who goes along? Probably Ellen and Strat. Okay. Yeah, well, cool. Yeah, Ellen. Okay. okay. Ellen and Strat, mm-hmm. uh, you find yourself in a... I guess this is probably like the, it's like the design part of a local lighting business. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool. Um, cool. Errol is there uh, and you have a camera crew with you mm-hmm. uh, and they've set up this talk with who's the, what's the owner of the business that you're talking to going to be like I think older and a, a gentle a gentleman who knows his business yeah. okay yeah. but who's re- and really proud of it oh yeah they know people yeah. that are really excited about things that other people may not get excited about mm-hmm. he is proper excited about lights mm. yeah uh, and his name is Albert Love it. Albert is not very comfortable on camera, <laughs> uh, but uh, gives you the lead-in he's been asked to give you, which is, uh, so uh, tell me about what it is that you need from my business. So we're a theatre company, local theatre company, and um, we're taking part in this national competition called Upstaged. <laughs> and we're doing a special performance for the first round, and we need some lights for, for what we're planning. Um, tell, tell me about what these lights need to do. Well, Albert, the lights really are the the pivotal part of this piece. I mean, the actors are obviously the, taking the parts, but the, the fifth role in this piece really is the lighting. I, I find that in theatre, the lighting is often very underappreciated. Albert, I could not agree with you more. Century. <laughs> Absolutely. So these lights, the reason they play such a pivotal role is they are going to take our audience where they need to go. And if the lights fail, Albert... 
then the show fails because they will be where they're not meant to be. Okay. Can you do this for us, Albert? <laughs> it is your time to shine. We're relying on you. Who'd like to roll for this? I think no. I think this is joy. Oh, it is joy. It I is joy. joy. It's I think, victory. Yeah. I think, okay. I think it should be okay, yours. Okay, Ellen, give us a roll with plus one for being on your motivation. Ooh. Oh, five. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Oh no. <laughs> My joy has just hit nothing. Albert's like your idea is shit. <laughs> Albert, sorry, Ellen. Yeah. Gain a life lesson. <gasps> mm. Okay, so I've just been far too overenthusiastic and I have failed, fallen on my bum. Albert looks devastated and he's like, folks, this this sounds like such an amazing idea. It really does, and I'd love to see it, but there's just no way that we can produce what it is that you're talking about in the time available. It's it's just it's it's too much. Listening to merely role players with Ellie, Nat, Ellen, and Strat as themselves, sort of, playing a game designed and run by Matt using the Powered by the Apocalypse engine. If you enjoy the program, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Listen Notes, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at merely roleplay and at facebook.com/slash merely roleplayers. Merely Roleplayers is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode.